It's a good name, isn't it? Elegant weapons. Elegant weapons. Very nice. Tells you an awful lot about the way they feel about the band. And the band would be, well, I suppose created by Richie Faulkner, guitarist with Judas Priest, who's had some health issues recently, but seems to be uh, much back to um, back to great quality. Um, Ronnie Romero, who's an awful lot of people's rock singer of choice these days. Some with the reconstituted Rainbow recently, and has done an awful lot of other work. Um, then you've got Christopher Williams from Accept and Dave Rimmer from Uriah Heep. So it's a super group, really. Even though they might not want to say that or might not want to say, look, don't look under E for Elegant Weapons, look under S for super group. Even though they might not want to do that, and I can't think of anybody who would because it, it just kind of... It just kind of raises expectations, doesn't it? And actually, those expectations were already fairly large for this album anyway, in the rock fraternity. And the kind of reviews I've seen, I've seen quite a few, are not completely laudatory. You know, there's a few sixes and sevens out of ten, I've seen an eight. But, you know, and I can understand why. What it doesn't do is it doesn't knock it out of the park. And what it doesn't do also is it doesn't say, you might not have heard anything like this before. What it does is it says, you'll have heard this before and we've done it really well. And that's what we want to do, I suspect. It is a lot of radio rock. There is a lot of hard rock that we've heard before, but I don't necessarily mind that because I was past the kind of excitement. I kept thinking, when is it going to be released? When am I going to get to hear it? I didn't get to hear it early on, before time. I usually do, and I didn't this time. And that was a... Well, I, mean, I, was, I was shocked. Not really, you know, but I thought, when will I get to hear it? Um, and it was released on Friday. So, this is first time really hearing it. Some tracks have been out there before, but generally... This is first time, and so I was sort of past... You know, when you get past your food, I'm, pa- I'm past my dinner now. I haven't had it, so I'm past it. That sort of thing that people say, and I understand that. I'm sort of past the excitement phase. I just thought, oh, yeah, here it is. Oh, yeah. Here it is in front of me. I'll have a listen to this now, then. So, you know, all of that. And this was... Um, it it kind of created less of a of an expectation and so I think I like it more than others have so for instance Dead Man Walking even though it's got a bit of a buried beat I'd like that to be pushed up a little bit the riff is 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 the thing here really it is hard rock for the radio Richie Faulkner's solos here they fit really well it's a little unusual the shortness of the solo on this first track but I really like it it's as if it said that's all you're getting because that's the way it fits Beautifully done. Do or die. Heads down. Riffing. Accept type feel, to be honest. Big thick verse. A race to the bridge. A radio rock chorus. A huge rangy solo. Because what what um, Mr. Faulkner also does here is he says, I'm just going to keep soloing. But never do you think, that's too long, mate. I'd have cut that off maybe three or four notes ago. I'm not a musician. I don't know what the proper term is. But perhaps, perhaps stop. Should have stopped about 45 minutes ago, maybe. Something like that. There's nothing like that. It's absolutely right for the song, and that is the case here. You've got Bitter Pill, which is slower and bluesier. Some attacking harmonies, actually. 
Instead of they're saying, we can do this, listen to this, sunshine. And they're sort of, they're not nice, rounded harmonies. They just come straight in, grab you by the throat. It has a reined in power in general, this. It's got southern rock inclinations, this. It's classic rock, but with southern rock inclinations, there's a little bit of, not Blackfoot, but I suppose 38 Special in there. It's a bit harder than that, but you know what I mean. There is a version of Lights Out, Lights Out, Lights Out in London. He never did that thing, you know, Phil, Phil Mogg never did that thing with Lights Out, Lights Out in Basildon or Cardiff or Stoke-on-Trent. Did he? He, never, he always said London, didn't he? He never said... I've seen them loads of times. He never, he never, he's never done Lights Out in Manchester. Never. And I admire that he stuck to that, but I kind of... It's cheap heat, but, but you do get heat. Um, there's no reason for this. Even though they push an organ in, which you don't get in the original, not in not as much. Well, you don't get it at all, do you, in the original? Maybe I'm wrong. I thought I knew the song very well. But I always feel when I say things like this that I've missed something. Do tell me if I am wrong. But the organ here pushing with the riff augments it a little. We don't need it, though. It's faithful, and I don't need to hear it. Horns for a Halo, which is the title of the album. I got there eventually. Horns for a Halo. Great. Great title, I think, as well is a, a big, big song. The chorus, you can kind of... It's like when you're being pulled up to a to, a, to the drop on a roller coaster. You're cranking it up there, and that's what this chorus does for me. Huge melodic solo. Great feel to it. Ghost of You is the ballad that you'd expect. Smoky Ballad becomes enormous is a really, really good example for the genre but a really good example and great to spend time with. And White Horse, organ, tough rip, riff up front, radio rock again, easy to like, a, an exciting solo. It goes places, this one. And the chorus really is, is I mean, it's, it's exciting too. It's a roller coaster too. It's a really well done song. It's, it's so good to hear. And I think this album generally is. I think that you've got modern recording techniques here, so it sounds quite bright and it sounds a little bit brittle at times. There isn't that much warmth in the production, but I understand why you'd want it all gleaming and chrome-like. I can understand that. And that's part of the kind of the kind of way I feel about Judas Priest, really. And I love their work. But sometimes you'd prefer a little bit more bottom end and a little bit more warmth. But generally, the songs and the performances, you can't really argue with. Well, I could, but what would be the point? Really good album, this. I don't think it'll be one of those that you think, do you remember when Richie Faulkner did that? I don't think it'll stand the test of time. But right now, it's up there with the best releases this month. And really, isn't that what you want? Maybe not. They've weaponized this music. But those weapons, they are elegant and they're great to look at. Ta-ta.